Hello, and welcome to the Victorious Living Christian Counseling Podcast. My name is Crystal Riblin, and I am a licensed professional counselor in the state of Missouri and now in the state of Texas. And I am a licensed mental health counselor in the state of Missouri. Um, so it's been a while since I've actually made a podcast. I'm thinking close to a month. And um, the last episode was amazing. It was um, with several good friends that I have. Um, with, And uh, it was on traumatic brain injury. And that's gotten a lot of positive feedback. And a lot of people seem to be listening to that. And it seems to be, it was just a real blessing. Um, so today I'm back. And um, I am now living in the state of Texas, so I am officially a Texan. Um, this has been a pretty crazy um, couple of months for our family because we've been in transition, and which is also why I have not been able to um, make a podcast recently because we were moving and packing and unpacking. Um, then as soon as we moved here to Texas, we ended up getting sick. And so we were sick for a few weeks um, off, like, yep, pretty much we were sick for a few weeks. And so we were quarantined and in the house and um, we quarantined because that's what you do when you're sick. So anyway, it was, um, there's, it's, it's been a really rough couple of months. I'm not going to lie. Um, but we are moved in and working on getting settled and we really love where we're living. Um, but it has been a transition. Um, there's been a lot of transition in our family in the last year. And so, um, that's actually what I've decided to talk about is, waiting for God, and especially in the time when things just aren't going the way that you had planned. And you you have this idea, and you stepped out in faith, and you trusted, and you obeyed God, but everything seemed to crumble around you. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. Um, but that was, that's pretty much been the last year for our family. We stepped out. We knew God was calling us um, to move to a new community. Um, and I'm not going to get into all the details of that because it will take our entire time. Um, but it didn't work out. Uh, we ended up, it didn't take us long to realize that the job for my husband wasn't a positive experience. And um, the community for the kids and for us was not a positive experience. Um, and so there were some positive aspects and I am thankful for the people that God put in my life who made a difficult time in our life um, more positive and enjoyable. Um, so that led us to a place where we felt like God was calling us to move to Texas. And so we are now living in Texas and we are working on getting settled and and it's we like the town that we live in and we can really just see God's hands all over this move. Um so 
As I was thinking about what to talk to you guys for my first um, podcast back on the air after being off for about a month, honestly, I was thinking about doing something a little bit easier that would just be something I could do with, you know, I don't know, something super simple, but God said, no, that's not why I have you do this podcast. And he, I really felt like God was calling me to, to really talk about a tough subject for me and a tough subject for many of you, I'm sure. So the, the topic today is living victoriously when you step out in faith to do God's will and it doesn't go great. <laughs> Okay, how do how do we function and how do we keep our focus and not doubt God during these times? Friends, this was the last nine months of our life. We stepped out in faith. We know God was calling us to make a decision to move and it didn't go well. In fact, it was. Most people in the world would say it was a almost nightmare. There was a lot of positive moments. Like we were, we grew as a family. My husband and I grew as a, um, a marital couple and we grew in our faith. Um, so there's been a lot of positive aspects, but I can't tell you how often I looked at my husband or he looked at me and said, I just hope that God uses this time for something good. It's almost like we as humans need to know that our suffering had purpose and meaning in it. And um, thankfully, we were able to see a lot of purpose and meaning in that move. Even though it was short-lived, it was nine months, which is crazy. (laughs) Nobody moves um, to a different state in nine months, but I guess some people do because we just did. Um, but anyway, it we're now in Texas and things are going really well. We've already found an amazing church and people that um, seem to have our back. And we do not feel alone here in the sense of we already have a community and people who are investing in our lives and in our kids' lives, which is something that we just didn't find in the community that we lived in before. Um, With the exception of I had a few really close friends that God led me to um, towards the end of our time there. And I'm so thankful for that. So today I was thinking about how to live victoriously when it seems like God is late. He's not answering your prayers. Things in life are not going well. And... I don't have all the answers on this. It's something that I am honestly still continuing to search. Like, why was it that we moved to Texas, put our boxes in the house, and literally got sick several days after our move? Like, I didn't understand that. In fact, I I was the one who got sick the most. Um, the kids were better really fast, and... Um, but I was the one who got pretty sick. I had to go to the hospital, to the ER one day. I didn't get admitted, thankfully, but um, it was really rough. And as I was laying there that night, 
feeling really sick and not even being able to explore the community that we're living in or meet people or get out of the house or I had to thankfully found Aldi grocery delivery. (laughs) And so, um, but I was laying there and I just kept saying, God, why? Why are we here? And I was looking back over the last year, everything that's happened. Really, there's been a lot that's happened in our family in the last two years. Um, It's two, not this past July, but the July before that. My niece was hit, and that was what I talked about in the last episode on traumatic brain injury. She was hit and was in a coma for six months, and that left me with PTSD and a lot of grieving. And um, so there's been just a lot of difficult things that has happened in our life as a family, and trying to make sense of that has been just a constant prayer of mine. And I think as humans, we definitely, I know personally, I don't necessarily mind struggling. None of us love it. You know, it's painful, but I can endure a struggle because I, if I can see that there's something positive that's going to come out of it, there's some purpose, there's some meaning in it. Um, and that actually goes to, um, James. And that's what the whole book of James is about, really, is in chapter one, it says, um, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. I don't know about you, but when life feels like it's crashing around me, I don't necessarily consider it joy. I have a really hard time when things are not going well and I'm lost and I'm confused. And like this, recently I was sick. I didn't feel well. Um, It was really hard to consider it pure, pure joy in that moment. But, and I ain't gonna lie to you and say I feel like I handled it like a pro, like an expert. Um, I didn't. In fact, there were some nights when I just fell asleep crying and just praying and saying, God, I don't understand. I don't, my head is spinning with everything that's happened. We literally put our boxes in the house and within days got sick. And, um, it was, it was hard to understand that. I can't explain to you exactly what that was like, except it was very discouraging and depressing a little bit because you you move and that's hard anyway. And then you're just in lockdown. Like you're, you're sick, you don't feel well. Um, and, uh, and because of the pandemic we're in, of course, like we all quarantined, we stayed in the house until our symptoms went away. So And we should do that regardless of whether we're in a pandemic or not. But right now, we definitely need to be more cautious. So anyway, I didn't understand. Why was I in that situation? And um, But there was something amazing 
like looking back and looking back at any time in my life when I've been just face to face with heartache and suffering and doubt was hope anchors the soul, which is Hebrews 6.19. There was a hope that continues and continued and continues still this very moment to hold me fast, even when my heart is breaking. And so friends, that is how we can make it through some of the most difficult things in life. In life, I say this verse all the time, probably in every podcast, I'd have to go back and listen. But the scripture that where Jesus says, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So many of you have lost a child. You've lost a spouse. In January, I lost my grandmother, and that was a big loss for me. I didn't realize how big of a loss it was going to be. I knew my grandma was so important to me. But she was really my, my main attachment, my, my only constant attachment figure that I had as a child. And so her loss has been just still something. Like when I was sick, um, and there's this thing, like all I wanted was my grandma. I just wanted to be able to call my grandma and talk to her and hear her comforting voice. And um, so life is hard. Maybe you're out of a job. Maybe it's been months since you've had a job. Maybe you're not getting, um, maybe you're having conflict with a family member. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> and financial difficulty, um, friendship issues, like, Life is just, it is, it's really difficult and it's really hard. And so I'm never one of those Christians who sell a false, a false sense of, hey, accept Christ and everything's going to go great because it's not. And in fact, I think Christians face more struggle in this life, it feels like, because we're constantly being tested. Our faith is being tested and God is using those tests to equip us for the future plans that he has in store for us. And so um, being in a new town is exciting, but it's scary. And being in a new setting, a place that I don't know, I don't even know how to get anywhere. Thank the Lord for GPS because um, I still don't I still don't almost know how to get from my house to the nearest grocery store <laughs> I'm really bad with directions so uh, but and with the GPS it always takes me a different route so I'm not sure I'll ever learn um, how to get anywhere without the GPS but it's a resource that God's given me and I'm thankful for that so anyway, uh, I was just thinking about if you're in a position of where your faith is being doubted, 
and your your faith is being tested and you're finding yourself doubt doubting um god's plan for you doubting his love for you i've been there in fact it was last week many times last week and um and so i just want to encourage you I was thinking about it today, like we're all feeling better and I'm getting my energy back. And uh, and I was thinking about how just a week ago, my life was in a very different place. And to think about how different of a place I'm in today than I was a week ago. And so what I want to do is encourage you one to not give up. I want to encourage you not to give up. I want to encourage you to stay focused on God. And when you do doubt and when your faith is being tested and you're questioning why all of these bad things are happening, why things aren't lining up the way they're supposed to be, I want to encourage you that God hasn't forgotten about you. I know Satan's telling you that because he tells me that too. He says, you know, this last year, where was God in that? And in my weak moments, I can cry and I can, I can doubt, but I don't stay there long because I know I remember that God's faithful. And I remember many other times in my life when I was in a similar position or friends of mine were in similar positions and God always came through for them at just the right time. And so I want to encourage you, if you're in a place in your life where you're just really struggling, you're doubting, your your heart is breaking and you think that you can't handle the weight of the pain don't give up that's when it's so important that we reach out to a loved one who can point us to jesus um when i was sick it was pretty lonely and um, I was, but there were a few times when I had, well, I had some friends texting and, but I had a few phone conversations with several of my really good friends. And those phone conversations lifted me in a way that I can't even explain to you. It took me from feeling really lonely and discouraged and just hearing a familiar voice and you know god is that familiar voice but so often we when we're really struggling we can if we're honest with ourselves admit it that we get a little angry with god and so maybe we don't talk to him or maybe we just aren't really listening or we don't read our bible as much um, but that's when we need God most. 
Um, one thing that's been super encouraging to me about this move this time is that um, we found a church before we actually even arrived in our town. We knew that was so important for our family. And so every Sunday that we um, we actually were looking for a house um, and all these different trips that we made. Um, but every Sunday that we've been to the church that we're attending, it's like God takes that and he, he sends these people to us. Sunday school teachers, um, several pastors, people that helped us move. Like, it's so amazing to see how God takes us when we're at our lowest and leads us to a place of hope or to somebody or something, whether it's a song or a scripture or an encouraging text. You never know when somebody's going to need that encouragement. You never know when somebody's going to need to hear your story. Just today, our Sunday school class, um, in our Sunday school class, our teacher was really sharing his heart about a really difficult time that he had, he and his wife had in their life. And he shared some, um, some details. And my husband and I just looked at each other. And I couldn't believe. And I even said, did you just plan your your lesson today because you knew we were coming? <laughs> so they all laughed. And um, But God's good. And so he uses these opportunities to remind us that he hasn't forgotten about us. That it's breaking his heart to see us go through this trial that we're going through, to see us suffering, to see us sick. Um, and today I was listening to this podcast, and um, it was very interesting. They were talking about the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And they were referring to um, God the Father and talking about how we view God oftentimes in our finite minds the way that we viewed our earthly father or an earthly mother or even maybe a brother that we had. And so <clears throat> it's very interesting. But one of the things that was said in this podcast that really um, spoke to me was this idea of how God is like the, he's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is like a mother. And I'd never really thought about that before, but it's so true. The Holy Spirit is like a really good mom. And yes, the Holy, you know, I'm not going to get into all of the, the, um, God, like the father and the masculinity thing, because that's not the point. I'm not getting into any gender thing right now. I'm just saying that the characteristics and the traits of a good mother are very similar to that of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's comforting. He provides discernment. 
he says, hey, uh, Crystal, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> or do you remember a time when you did this? How did that work out? Um, but the Holy Spirit always knows what to say right when we need it. And when we think about when I'm doing my mom thing really well, that's, that's how it is with my kids. There's been many times when I comfort them, when I just hold them because they're, they're upset or they've been hurt physically or emotionally by somebody. Um, and there's been times when they've been, they made a bad decision or they're thinking about making it a bad decision. And I can see that in my child because I know them really well. And so sometimes I can even just give them a look and it can get their attention. And sometimes they um, are maybe headed towards a path that they've been on before that wasn't so good for them. And uh, so anyway, but I thought that was really interesting how the Holy Spirit can is has the characteristics of a good mom. And so this week I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you if you're if you're in this place of darkness, the dark hole. Um, a place of discouragement, place of doubt, if you feel lost, I want to encourage you not to lose hope in God, not to lose, not to allow Satan to keep you going down that path, but to, to get back into God's word, to listen to a sermon to listen to a podcast. There's so many amazing podcasts. Um, we have so many resources at our fingertips now to listen to your favorite worship songs, to call up a trusted Christian friend or family member. Don't stay in the darkness by yourself. That's the most important thing. Reach out. And uh, so that is the podcast for today. Is how to live victoriously when you're going through real trials and tribulation. And how to not, how to handle it when doubt comes. Because it will come. It'll come to every single one of us. No matter how long we've been a Christian, doubt's going to come at some points in our life. And um, so I hope that this has been an encouragement to you. And um, I love hearing from you guys. Just this week, I had a, a phone call from somebody who um, said that they had heard one of my podcasts and it was so encouraging to them. And um, that just lifted my spirit when I was having, when I was sick and not feeling well and just having a rough day. So, um, I think that was last week, but anyway, it was just such a blessing. And so I love hearing your stories. Um, anyway, so I'm going to close in prayer and, um, I'm actually going to share one more scripture with you today. And it is Isaiah 40, 31, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk 
and not faint. So I'm going to pray and then, um, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I do thank you. Lord, I thank you that, that you sent your son to this world to redeem the brokenness, to heal our soul. Lord, you are so powerful. You are so loving. You're so caring. You're so comforting. And Lord, I thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Lord, the Holy Spirit holds me and speaks to me into the deepest places of my heart. Like your word says, with moans and groans that I don't even know is going on when I'm in those dark places, when I feel lost and confused and my heart aches. And Lord, I thank you that you held me up, have always held me up during those times in my life. And so, Lord, I don't know who's listening to this podcast today, but Lord, I pray that they will hear your voice and your love and your compassion for their brokenness and for the place that they're in right now. Lord, I pray that you will use this podcast to lift somebody out of a broken place, to help them to see that life is hard, but there's hope. 